This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's a Wednesday morning, so uh, we always bring you those conversations with uh, different political parties between 10 o'clock and 11. Even though the local government elections are all set for postponement to February 2022, it doesn't mean we must let our guard down or take our foot off the pedal of advancing this democratic discourse by making sure that as many of our political formations as possible get to be heard and you get to learn about them, you get to know about them and interact with them, challenge them, disagree where you must disagree with them. And yeah, so it's 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 really, really uh, an important exercise to do. It's not to agree all the time. I mean, if we always agree, there'd be a problem. So we need to uh, hear even from those we disagree uh, with. I mean, today we're going to hear from one of the oldest political parties in South Africa, the Pan-Africanist Congress, a political party really whose uh, existence spans across uh, over half a century in our in our in our in our in our political landscape and they've championed you know the africanist ideology the pan africanist ideology uh, for a long time making important interventions in history uh, to the point of even disagreeing uh, with the freedom charter that was adopted in the congress of the people's gathering at Cape Town in 1955 but uh, much has happened over the years uh, with this political party, you know, in terms of their representation uh, in parliament, losing a number of seats over the years, uh, not making good electoral gains over the last few uh, election cycles. So we need to just hear, um, we need to hear from uh, the PAC. Where are they today? What are they pursuing? How are they uh, planning on bringing about a renewal to their organization? Uh, they might disagree with me when I say that, but we will, uh, we will, we will hear from uh, our guest this morning, uh, PAC President Narius Muloto. Ndade Izoletu. Africa, Africa. Good morning, and thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you very much for inviting me. I, I really appreciate it. Yes, no, it's very important for us to hear uh, from as many political uh, parties as, as possible. And that, Muloto, on a lighter, I'll start off on a lighter note because I, I was just teasing and saying, you know, I'm going to start talking to you and then on Twitter and social media I'll get attacked, Uguti. Hey, maybe you are talking to the wrong president, you know, uh, because you know the contestations that are always there in the PAC. Perhaps take us into confidence, Ndate uh, Muloto, about the state of the PAC today and where you are uh, and, and how you are dealing with some of the organizational challenges that you have had over the last few years. Okay, thank you very much. But let me, from the onset, state that PAC, like all other political organizations, is, um, is an organization uh, that is governed by its own constitution is mm. run, and its constitution is is it has been founded at its founding congress by its founding fathers in in uh, in 1959, and it has since been convened and run in terms of of, of that constitution. So we are a voluntary association uh, in, in in legal terms, 
And insofar as we are concerned, the PSC has always been uh, in compliance and its leadership are elected. They are not appointed. They are elected at the, at the Congress uh, that, is, that is basically um, organized in terms of its own constitution. So insofar as that is concerned, we do not have issues. Mm. However, you will also know that uh, in particular, and I must just reveal a lot that, in particular since 1918, following the expression of the then president, we have had issues because despite the fact that they were expelled, they challenged the party in court, they could not succeed. They have been referred to as a faction of the PAC. Mm. The PAC constituted. Now, you cannot, say, our, our, our position is very clear. You cannot be a section of people that are expelled and are no longer part of the organization. Mm. Mm. Up until such time, as that situation has been, has been changed. But then all the efforts in court have never been successful. Therefore, the PAC remains the PAC. Those who decide and choose to define us in terms of the in terms of the section as they see them, uh, we, we disagree with that narrative and point of view. That is not the PAC. We are the PAC, and uh, we are able to trace from the first Congress to where we are. No, absolutely, Dadim I mean, this is a. As a historically significant organization that you are, and you know, I'm sure you do want to make sure that you you rebuild it back into a, a prime place in the South African political landscape. What is some of the political work you are doing to rebuild the PAC and reposition it back to its prime place that it has enjoyed um, historically in South African politics? Yes, you remember that the first thing, if the organization is in a state of confusion, it has lost its own self in, in, the, in the bigger scale of politics. Now, the first thing is to go there and begin to identify the problems and So the, the leadership of the PAC identified those problems which were largely in this ill-disciplined and dealt with them. Mm. Now, how that um, uh, particular reaction... Uh, the, the, uh, the following from that affected the PAC is what we are hearing. But we are not focusing there. Our focus has always been to build the PAC structures because that what who constitute and what constitutes the PAC is its membership in the structures. And that has been the focus. I think we have done quite great on that because we took it from obviously um, where those structures were were destroyed, mm. and now we are where the PAC has structures. We are able, we are leading an organisation, and we are proud of that. We have been able to uh, to undertake all the the programmes that are outlined uh, by our national re- uh, congress resolutions. So for that reason, we have paved the way. We are seeing our way through, and uh, there's a there's a light at the end of the and we are making an impact. The fact that uh, we have not been covered to uh, in, in many of the activities throughout the country, that shows that the PAC is alive, that the PAC is embarking on its own programs, uh, is, is unfortunate. But we are there. No, and indeed you are there, and that's why we are talking uh, to you. You do have, you know, representation in Parliament, albeit though uh, somewhat contested between yourselves and the Speaker. Um, where else are you represented as the PAC in in the South African uh, legislatures? Well, is that uh, it's in my, some municipalities, both in the Eastern Cape and in Gauteng. 
Um, yeah, basically in Cape Town. There we are represented in the councils, but not to the extent uh, we wanted, but we are getting there. We are not just getting there. I think uh, what will define um, where we, uh, where will um, the level of representation get into the future is the level of organization, the discipline and the focus that we have embarked upon in the past couple of, of, of years. Now, the, the issues which clearly um, the, um, came to us and, and, and the narratives, they did not necessarily weaken us. They strengthened us because we have to navigate them. We have to move across them. Mm. So, yeah, that's where we are. And, and Adam Lord, I mean, we are building up to the local government elections, albeit they have now been effectively postponed. It's a matter of technicalities, them being taken, uh, the IEC going to a competent court to get that postponement effected. As the PAC, and, and, and take us through within your ideological lens, what, what is the role of local government? What are the things that local government should be doing for communities that you believe um, is not being done currently by those who lead in the sphere exactly look in the first place we welcome the postponement of the PAC. we, we have lived since march 2020 mm. we have lived in a lockdown environment there's not been interaction there's not been open political discussion there's not been meetings because of the lockdown that's common cost for everybody mm. now the, the postponement was then afford every put an opportunity, including us and the politi- other political parties, to begin to interact in a meaningful way uh, with the voters. Now, having said that, I think every put it coming to your question, every put witness that the majority or most of municipalities have, call, uh, have collapsed. Mm. And that the infrastructure within the local uh, communities has also collapsed. The services have collapsed. And, 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 and Largely it's because of how um, those council functions are primarily or generally corruption. Uh, the resources, instead of being used uh, to uplift uh, the, the, the local communities and to, to improve their service delivery, they've, used, they've been just deployed differently and otherwise. And this has been a trend, it's a culture, it has been there. Now, what we think is wrong with stating at a political level to say, look, I think the political and ideological bankruptcy on the part of those mm. who go there. Because remember, being a liberation movement, we have lost people, men and women, leaders and cadres, who whose only commitment was to liberate the country and serve the people, take this country to the next level, improve the, the, the social welfare, the economic welfare of our people. That's the purpose of politics. If you cannot, if you cannot uh, use that uh, the politics to improve the social and economic condition of your people, there's not like a group of gangsters mm. want to benefit yourself. And that is what FPS we have been witnessing, and in in in, in reorganizing ourselves, this what we, this is the state of affairs we want to end because it's not if we continue the way we are, then we do not have the future. This country don't have the future. Our children are doomed because everything, even the ones that we get from the apartheid regime, is collapsing. No, I hear you. Dadem Lotto, just stay on the line for me. I want to take a short break. And once uh, we are done there, I want to ask you to help us expand on one of your 
aims and objectives, that of being, you know, the need to establish and maintain an African socialist democratic order and what that would look like uh, for those voters who are listening in and possibly wanting to learn more about who the PAC actually is. Well, people of power, that line is 0861-987-000. My guest is the Pan-Africanist Congress uh, President, Narias Muloto. We are just getting to know the PAC this morning and you can put whatever question or comment uh, you'd like to you know, uh, my guest to respond to between now and 11 o'clock. You're listening to Power Talk, 9 a.m. to noon. 23 minutes past 10, we are in conversation with the Pan-Africanist Congress this morning, getting to know them better and understand, you know, some of their short-term future aspirations as we are building up to those uh, February 2022 local government elections. At least that's as much as, that's as much, that is as much as we know for now, uh, given, you know, possible fourth waves and all these things. Things might change, but uh, let's stay there and just get to, you know, understand some of their aims and Objectives president of the PAC, Narias Muloto, uh, is joining me on the line. Dade Muloto, I mean, I was just wanting to you to touch on that. You know, uh, it's all nice and well when we read sometimes these ideological uh, standpoints or outlooks on society, but it's always uh, better to actually get a bit of expansion of them. So when the PAC says it would love to establish and maintain an Africanist socialist democratic order, uh, 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 what is it that you have in mind as the society? you want to build and the humanity you want uh, people to express in that society. Thank you very much. Look, what defines the party is this founding manifesto. What you have just found, what you have just quoted is what the president, the founding president of the PAC, Robert Mangali, outlined as to what the PAC stands for politically, what it stands for economically, what it stands for social, what future outlook does it see uh, uh, envisage? Mm. And then that's what we have. It outlined that look, we, we we are standing for an economic order and social order, economic order that will benefit our people. Where right? the, the resources of the the country will then be mobilized to empower our people. Now, in that way, they must be socialistic. Uh, in, 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 in content. That means uh, it, sh- it should be used um, for the benefit of the majority of the people. It's the organization of the resources, including the social order should enable the development and the growth of its own citizens. Now, that is the order that we need. That means an, a social order that will encourage um, equitability uh, and equality where possible. Now you need to have an objective where you move towards um, uh, respecting people as human beings, mm. not people in terms of um, how much wealth are they, in terms of their standing in society and communities. But you must then respect people as people, and you must work for the development of this of of everybody. Because if by so doing, you are ensuring the future of the country. These people you are looking down simply because he's coming from an impoverished uh, family. Uh, this is the future leader of the country. Now it's the, it's the responsibility of the state and the country uh, once it, 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 is, it is in place to ensure that each and every citizen potential talent is developed mm. to the, uh, because it will only be used for the benefit of the country in future. 
that's what uh, the PSC envisaged, and that's what Busobuku and the leaders of the PSC stood for. Th- that is what we are still standing for. Now, is to avoid the social decade that we are, we are going through. Mm. It's where people lost themselves in the broader scheme of things, and they cannot even define themselves. And this is basically the chaos that we see ourselves. It's purely, and I agree with you, it's purely due to the absence of the PAC in the central political stage of this country that you begin to see everything falling apart. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. we've seen a lot of incidents happening, especially with what now we refer to as the Phoenix Massacre. Uh, the PAC, uh, and if you talk about, you know, uh, its founding president, once expressed this idea of a human race. As the PAC, when you see something uh, uh, such as the Phoenix Massacre down in Durban, uh, where black people are just, uh, you know, being killed uh, for, 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 for being black, um, uh, that any Anything else, uh, not because they are a threat, as some people try to present it to uh, the life or the property of others. As the PAC, how have you appreciated the 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 the, the incidents that took place in Phoenix over the last few weeks? Well, in the first place, the PAC does not define people in terms of their color. It defines people uh, in terms of their land and the continent. That's why we regard ourselves as Africans, mm. uh, because that's who we are. Now, the colors is just unfortunate. For instance, the African people in North Africa, they look white. Now, once you begin to say black and white, you are confusing yourself. But then coming straight to the issues of the Phoenix, look, the Phoenix is a product of the social chaos uh, that we've been witnessing. Mm. Uh, But it's also, Phoenix is Phoenix. It's a a state where the so-called Indians reside there. That's an undisputed fact. And the tension uh, that has built in between there and the other Africans from other areas and, and is a reflection of South African society as, as currently constituted. It has been constituted like that. Our new dispensation did absolutely nothing to, to, to rebuild a completely different society. We have reinforced what was there. Now, it's a tension that is reflecting, one, the social, uh, what to call, interest and economic interest. And that has just exploded at one time. It's, it's like this issue of uh, inequality, this issue of unemployment, it's, it's like a, a, a term bomb that it will explode. Mm. But when it, it explodes at that particular time, we should be able to trace it back to where it started and how it developed. That's how we are seeing the Philip issue, the Phoenix mm. issue. I hear you loud and clear. And Lodo, let me go to news headlines and we'll carry on with this conversation. Uh, with this conversation, I've got some questions for you on my Twitter feed, which I will put to you for our listeners to benefit from your responses. People of Power, the line is 0861-987-000 if you want to be part of this conversation with the president of the Pan-Africanist Congress this morning. Half past 10, Power News headlines. Power Talk with Lukona weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on Power 98.7. Indeed, 26 minutes to the hour, 11 o'clock. That means we carry on with our Wednesday conversations with political parties. My guest this morning is uh, Nerias Muloto, president of the Pan-Africanist Congress uh, this morning, uh, just taking us through some of uh, the thinking, the ideology, the 
posture orientation of the PAC and what it seeks to achieve uh, in present day you know uh, politics of South Africa and Ademulodo, let me go to a question put to you uh, by Mdu Mdu is asking uh, the PAC doesn't appeal to younger people and the leadership squabbles don't make for attracting younger people who want to hit the ground running in most cases. They must hire a good PR company with young people to rebrand the party. How do you respond to this? What is your relationship like with young people? Look, our relationship with young people is good. Uh, PAC is now having more young people within its ranks than than before, and compared to most of the organizations. You remember that PAC command and support in schools, uh, largely in all the universities, they're all young people, and, and they've been there. Unfortunately, uh, yes, the PR issue and certain things, uh, is they amount to uh, what you call advertisement and, and certain activities. Yes, there's a space for improvement, in those areas we are looking at them because people sometimes know the PAC for what it is not and uh, they, they, they they do not have a, a, a total understanding of what it stands for and so on. So in that regard, I, I agree with them. And so would you, would you say, though, I mean, if you look at South Africa and uh, the, the new waves of activism amongst young people, there seems to be a greater impulse, um, at least to my reading, there seems to be a greater impulse for activism. Even during the FISMAS fall, we saw some of the students borrowing from, you know, ideologies of, of the Pan-African, of Pan-Africanism. Uh, the, there is appetite for your type of ideology. It seems as though there's a positioning problem from yourselves. Uh, do you think there's greater work you can do to engage better with that uh, revolutionary impulse amongst young people in contemporary politics in South Africa? Yes, definitely, definitely. Look, we are working on that, but unfortunately, PAC is not like a social movement. It's not like a wave. It does not come and go. Uh, we remain there. We guide. Uh, from those activities, we need to pick up. For instance, there's potential leader, there's potential uh, in leadership of, of the future, from those activities, there's a potential of, of, of getting things right. The PAC can clearly gain and moving forward. But we are not necessarily going to compete in that space because it's not necessarily our space. But I think what you are noting, which is correct, is that the majority of these people are beginning. The politics of, this country, the politics of the continent begin to reflect exactly on the values and the political position and stance of the PAC. And that is not the exception um, with the students' politics. And uh, Muela there asking a question to you. Uh, how do you expect voters to believe that you have a plan when you are always squabbling about leadership and, le- and never led any program linked to the Azanian masses? That's from Muela. Yeah, I think partly I've, I've responded to Muela at my beginning. The leadership of the PAC has never been really an issue of example. It has been projected and advertised as that. The leadership has always been elected in a Congress, and that Congress, none of the single Congress of the PAC has been nullified. And uh, that has elected the leadership of the PAC. And therefore, what arose from there and reported in papers and, and, and argued there, I've explained it, that is normally that the people that are no longer part of the PAC 
happened, unfortunately, there's absolutely nothing we can do about that. I cannot decide now or uh, tomorrow or in the near future that a person who's not elected uh, uh, by the Congress of the PAC is a leader of the PAC, even if I wish to do so. So for that reason, I think there's also a greater understanding, a need for understanding of our people on our voluntary organization and political parties like PAC derive their leadership and, 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 and continue to do that business. But, but, but you would accept, though, that being caught in these actions uh, and, and, and bad publicity can take away people's confidence from your organization because, as you rightfully say, all political parties have their own challenges, but none have spilled over in such significant ways as we have seen in some moments uh, within the PAC to a point of parallel conferences being led. Yes, we may accept that it was a faction and so on, but in the eyes in the eyes of the people who are watching your politics it doesn't inspire confidence look you are 100 percent correct this thing is a narrative it really depends on how it has been projected by who remember once a person has been uh, disciplined and expelled from the party there's no further action that we can effectively do on that particular person what he goes and and, and the interviews that is 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 given and projecting himself is unfortunate, but then uh, to stop that you must you must still go to court and and just court upon court upon court. But what we have decided to do is to uh, continue with the PAC program building the and, and and the campaigns and and deal with that uh, situation the way we are dealing with it. But I agree with you. We cannot. Uh, but it's just a question of whether you have control over that situation or not. Absolutely. Okay. Tadem Lotto, please stay on the line for me so that I can take a few calls on 0861-987-000. People of Power, and that is where you join us to be part of this conversation. Mzwake, good morning. Good morning, Tadem Don't you think the PAC has reached a point where you must reformulate yourself as a think tank for, for what we would call the black radical tradition instead of being a political party that contests elections. Because as and when you contest elections, you lose even your credibility. You keep eating away personally, Luna, at your own credibility. But if you were to maybe uh, be a think tank that can maybe from time to time second one or two or three people on party lists Body EFF, body Azapo, but Luna as the PAC uh, remain a think tank that is able to shape ideology uh, within the red, the black radical tradition space. Don't you think you would do better in bettering the lives of our people that way than what you're doing now? Okay, Mzwake, thank you so much. Let's run to Temba. Temba, good morning. Uh, good day, sir. How are you? I'm well. How are you this morning? I'm good, man. Thanks for the conversation. Just a bit of a background. Uh, I was born in a PAC. Mm. I have uncles that were in the trenches of the PAC. Some of them lost their body parts. Some of them were burned alive, and the story goes on. Mm. And I'll remain the PAC. I'm very young, and I don't think the leadership after the infiltration of the PAC, of the PAC right now, resonate with the PAC. So a quick example, you can play the clips of the founding fathers of the PAC and then listen to Mshalora um, now making his speeches. Uh, both those things, they don't match. They don't have the same ideology. 
It's just to team it. He's not representing what the PAC was for and the PAC wanting to achieve. We demand a PAC that will have a solidarity with the black majority in Africa. We've got other colors or skin colored people that they've got organizations that support each other in terms of their skin color. We wanted that from the PAC. We wanted the PAC that will create, if, if not the NPO, a trust fund mm. that will look into business interests of black people. We wanted the PAC that will be biased into making sure a black child survives in this tough economical situation. We wanted the PAC that will take the forefront and the leadership with this uh, situation happening in KZN and the looting that's happening in the country. We wanted the PAC that will come out when the black people are suffering, are dying now from COVID, but it will come out to reassure the black people that we can be able to win this by staying together, by doing things together, by buying black, by making sure black business survives in this country. But this PAC that you are interviewing right now, it's a PAC that was part of the plan to infiltrate the PAC after the PAC did not want to be part of uh, the oppressors who wanted to negotiate uh, terms of how they want to oppress us lightly. These people, they are not the PAC. And I will die the PAC. I saw people dying. I saw soldiers killing people in front of me. And by then, I was still not even a teen. But this PAC now that you say, it's not the PAC that has hopes and that has answers to my questions that I have that, uh, those times. And I'll say to every black person in Africa, they should hold this PAC responsible because they are not doing anything. They left the vacuum that people play with other people's wishes, forming political parties that are not going anywhere just because they want to fit their stomach. Thank you. I hear you loud and clear, Temba. Let me just take uh, uh, Dr. Mangisa before I go back to you. Dr. Mulotola, good morning. Morning, 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 Lokola, and uh, morning to the Africanists there in the studio. Yes, Baba. Yes, I, I just want to help uh, the Africanists uh, uh, to, position, to position the PAC. Uh, for instance, uh, I have coined a concept on diversity and I'm calling it a piano concept on diversity. Mm. Uh, how this goes is that uh, if you look at the surface of the piano, and Mloto here uh, must be the pianist. Uh, if you look at the piano at the surface, uh, it is black and white keys. Mm. Uh, looking at them, they are different. Uh, but uh, if you conduct, if you coordinate, you know those keys very well, they give you a very good music. Mm. And at the bottom, you know, of those keys, there are a variety of other different keys, you know, do, re, mi, va, sol, ti, do, whatever you call yes. it. But again, uh, if you put everything together, you know, that gives you a good music. So in relation to Phoenix, to Phoenix uh, the question, you know, that I want to pose to Mloto, and uh, this is one way of positioning uh, PAC, you know, in, a, in, in the trajectory, you know, of politics, I am asking, how can he make sure that uh, he becomes a pianist uh, that embraces or begin to embrace the differences uh, that are observable and those differences that are not observable? So that at the end of the day, mm. when those differences, you know, when he embraces, the, this, when people embrace these differences, 
we can be a community moving forward, achieving what it purpose to achieve. Thank you so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And Tatem Lodo, let me give you an opportunity to respond before I go back to that line. Yes. Uh, first, the question of PAC becoming a... Think tank, yes. <laughs> Look, the PAC is a liberation movement. It became a political party with a clear outlook, uh, with a clear position of what kind of government it needs to be, the model... Uh, that has not been achieved in this country, and uh, and uh, we have not been going there. We are striving to achieve a freedom as we fought for, a freedom that we have envisaged, the freedom that will empower people. If the people said it has been achieved, or the parties that are there have achieved it, and therefore there is no space, political space, for the PAC, I could understand. But that is not what is being said, and that's not what we are witnessing. But what we are witnessing is that the... Uh, the, the, the PAC position's outlook um, is, is, is more necessary and is urgently there. Mm. What is required is for PAC to be there. Yeah. The second one, I think it's just really a question of understanding uh, who constitutes the PAC and what's the PAC. I've indicated that the, the basic documents of the PAC, founding documents, and now is the one I spoke to them. It's the, it's the founding manifesto, and it has evolved with time. We are now, at that time, we are not uh, yet in armed struggle. At that time, we are not yet in the democratic uh, setup and environment. Uh, at, some, at some point, we have missed opportunity because we could not, uh, uh, in 1994, quickly reposition ourselves into the politics of the elections. But we have to recover. Uh, but at that time, it was late. So I do not necessarily agree um, with, with a view that... Um, that we are we are we are not uh, reflecting uh, the the the, the genuine and and um, I do Pe- not perhaps that uh, lot of then a rider to that question is probably also yeah. to say uh, how are you preparing a leadership that is deeply embedded in the values of uh, the PAC going forward especially I mean a, a leadership that as Temba uh, alludes to himself as being young may resonate with him. Look, the, the leadership of the PAC is a product of the programs and the activities of the PAC. You cannot import a leader into the PAC to come and lead. A leader will, will, will come from the PAC itself and will come from the structures. The structures is not just individuals talking in their own homes. It's when they are part of the branches, part of the, uh, what you call the organs and the component structures. It's these activities which are consistent uh, by participating, by taking shape. Mm. By when you are being criticized and you are, you are being removed and, and being voted by, are part of the shaping of the party. Mm. Now, if you, you cannot just say because you have relatives or this and that, and you understood them that way, that no, come in, in the, in the port, be part of the activities, and the, the, uh, let's see you emerging in that environment. Because that, for us, is, is how the PAC has evolved. And, and today what you see is where the PAC has evolved into. What it will be in the future, it will also come from where it has been. We are just in a reflection of the PAC at this moment of time. Now, now even going to, to Mandisa, look, yes. I agree that this, this thing is ongoing. Uh, we are we have programs. So what is referring to? I regard it as programs on the ground. By by defining the phonic situation, it's not that we are not interacting with it. We interact with it uh, on the basis of uh, I mean on the members that are on the ground, 
and we are seeking to understand it better. I understand the parties and the, the people that are involved in that conflict and try to find a resolution. But that's, that, that, that's, um, that's one way. The other way is we, I was just giving a definition of the situation and its historical involvement. But in so far as what are we doing? We have programs on the ground today which interact with the communities. Uh, we try to exchange the views and influence the communities on, on issues which we think they are not right and where we think we should go as, uh, as a country and as a community. Okay. So that is an ongoing program that is embedded into the current day-to-day programs of the peace. Let me go back to that line that Emulod have got. Uh, it's, uh, uh, let me go to Tabo first. Sepp, I'll come back to you. Tabo, good morning. Morning, Lukona. Uh, Lukona, you know, I grew up in the family of PSC members. Mm. And my, my late brother, my magistral written piece, you know, was not pleased with how the PSC is running now. Uh, thinking what the PSC used to be mm. and what it is today, you know, are two different things. I... I, I I guarantee you that Sebugo is turning in, in, in his grave. Mm. And when you see leaders who are quiet about what is taking place, what the governing party is doing, and then uh, from where we come from, you know, as, as the party, you can see that they are complicit mm. themselves. Because of, you cannot be quiet uh, uh, in how the ANC is running the country. And then there was uh, a statement that uh, Smart Gonyama made as a, as a politician. Mm. But it's very interesting. He said, I didn't join the struggle to, to be poor. Yes. It's, that, that is very telling. And then thinking that we have branches, you know, that are seeing him as a role model. So the governing party, in short ways, is that they are building corrupt people. Okay. Tabo, I got you loud and clear. Let's go to Tsepo now uh, on this line. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. Tsepo, good morning. Uh, morning, low corner. How are you? Yeah, look, man, uh, the problem with, uh, uh, with the PSC, why it's not evolving or why it's not growing, is because they lack, uh, they, they are unable to redefine themselves. And, and they're not really aware. I think they're still stuck in apartheid time when they, the, 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 the fight for black people was common. But today, uh, amongst all black people, we all agree of economic emancipation, but the approach to get to economic emancipation differs. So, so they need to realize that uh, 2021, uh, black people are not one big pot, and that, that thing's the same one. So they need to really redefine and really adapt to today and start and, and redefine and evolve from apartheid time. Because that's the problem that we're sitting with. They think that uh, because uh, black people remain poor, uh, they, they have their, their measures that they, they were suggesting at the time of apartheid are still relevant to all of us. It's not. Look at EFF. EFF is talking exactly what PS is talking, but they're struggling to even get to, to the second position as the biggest political party. It means that black people do not agree with their principle or with their approach. So, so we're not just this one big family that understand or wants emancipation, economic emancipation, the same one. Okay. So they need to re- restructure, redefine themselves accordingly. Okay. Yeah. I've got you loud and clear. Thank you very much there. Ponzo, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Lukona. How are you? I'm well. How are you this morning? Yeah, thank you to your guest also. Uh, I, I just wanted to comment on, 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 on the conversation. Uh, Mr. Marius Moloto, how are you, sir? I'm fine, and you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, sir. Uh, we're, 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 we're having a challenge in the country whereby 
even the, the movement of the people, the, the PAC that was funded by Mr. Mangalisha Robert Sugukwe, it's being captured by the same system, system that we are, we, are, we, are, we are under. We are, we are, we are, we are operating under this, in this time and, 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 and now. Because or, or what I'm trying to say, because uh, uh, since, 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 since the advent of democracy in our country, uh, the, the PAC has been uh, uh, crippled by the forces of neocolonialism in our country. The PAC is only visible when it's about time, when it's time to, 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 to of elections. And this party for political system is not going to be helping us with anything. Uh, it was it was it was constructed by the by the forces of neocolonialism uh, uh, to, to, to to divide and rule us as a, as a people. Why I'm telling you so because we've got this all these many political parties with uh, differing uh, ideologies and these ideologies they are not uh, centralizing the whole nation or the masses to 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 to, to challenge the enemy. Yes. So my point here is that you also say. Uh, we are very skeptical about your leadership in the in the in the PAC. You well, also with with the Union, we, 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 we are very skeptical of your leadership, and we we uh, recognize that you undermine uh, uh, our intelligence as the poorest of the poor of this country. This move, movement was established to to give us power, so uh, so that we can fight the enemy head on. But you, what you have been, what you have done, you have for for you have you have, you have betrayed. The, the, the okay. Ponzo, let's yeah. leave it there so that I get my guests to respond. those three calls. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think Ponzo, uh, maybe I should I should uh, start there at the end to say that uh, look, then the, the PSC history is well recorded, and uh, the PSC is 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 an organization of its members. Its leadership programs are derived. Uh, at the structures of the PAC, and therefore we only work within uh, the context of our own programs after having analyzed the situation uh, that is in the country, socially, economically, and otherwise, and and, and be, develop programs to deal with those. But you can sympathize with that frustration, don't you, though? Because the pe- people really feel let down. I mean, I feel let down by the PAC on so many levels, and I don't even know anybody in my family who was part of the PAC. But I just feel that a liberation movement that had such a prime position in our history shouldn't be floundering as it does today. So I think you sympathize with that frustration Ponzo expressing at the end there. Yes, no, you're, you're quite correct. I think in my in my presentation, in my earlier, I've, I've indicated that the PAC has evolved historically and moved uh, through turbulences of different nature. And it has to, where do, we, where do we start? We start where we reorganize and refocus ourselves. Because without doing that, these men will continuously be frustrated. Yes. Now, now, therefore, it's just a question of whether you, you, you run around people's frustration or you find yourself and begin to move forward in a very systematic and methodical way. And so I think, we are not confused. And I think Tabo and Sepo are, are, are tackling around those issues. Their, their, their comments are quite related in the sense that you are struggling to readapt. I mean, even the ANC, we have this big debate whether they are still a liberation movement or political party. Uh, you are struggling to readapt, but also struggling to be a firm opposition to the ANC. Look, um, Partly so, but but we have said we have traversed through that, and we are at an advanced stage. I think I think with um, with little time that we are now faced with, and mm. uh, having gone through 
or the challenges. They will, this, this country will witness a different PAC, will, will, will witness a, a very strong PAC and focused PAC. We have been doing that. Uh, it's just that um, also the, the same people that called, if they have, because they were comparing. Uh, if you comp- you need to, uh, if they are comparing PAC with itself, they can only do so historically and say, look, what was it in, in, in the in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and uh, after 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 1994, mm. and at what stage did you show the the remnants of both an organisation and of of focus? Now we we are saying we are not seeing it necessarily that way, but we are appreciating that from where they are standing, that's what they are seeing. And uh, and uh, and uh, with that uh, criticism, yeah. looking into into further debate, you are able to say, look, uh, this is what some people are, are particularly who are outside seeing us. But okay. you cannot just model yourself in terms of something that does not necessarily exist. Dademulado, on Twitter, somebody asked just a simple one: faced with a choice to go into a coalition between the ANC and the EFF, how do you choose? <laughs> we've been we've been. We've been with the coalition. We've been in coalition with the ANC many times, and that coalition is not is not gone anywhere. Now, when you said with the EFF, I think all coalitions are based on principles. First, we must agree on principles. If there are common grounds uh, for 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 working together to achieve specific objective with benefit our people, that's where we will go. Thank you so much for making time for us this morning here on Power Talk just to educate us some more about the PAC. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, that's President of the Pan-Africanist Congress, Narias Muloto, there. Brings to an end our conversation this Wednesday. You can look forward to next week, Wednesday, as we bring you another political party. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.